So I want to go back to a story that you may know, and it's the story of Martin Luther. Martin Luther, uh, for whom we get right, Lutheran, Spirit of Joy, Lutheran Church. Martin Luther was a monk in Germany, uh, Roman Catholic priest and monk, and uh, he, as all monks did, had a confessor who he would go to confess his sins. And uh, his confessor eventually got tired of Martin because Martin would show up and he would spend an hour confessing his sins. He would get up and leave and half an hour later he would be back. Because Luther believed, as he was taught at that time, that you had to confess a sin, you had to ask for forgiveness in order to be forgiven. My house, we had a rule growing up. We had three brothers, and occasionally, from time to time, we did not get along. And occasionally, from time to time, when we're not getting along, there's, there's a procedure that has to happen in order for things to move forward once mom has intervened, right? Once mom has intervened, there's a process. Step one, okay, who started it? which usually wound up with both of us pointing our fingers at one another and saying, okay, I don't care who started it. Say you're sorry, right? And then after that, say you forgive him. Right? Say you're sorry, say you forgive me. And eventually, mom would sometimes get frustrated because there would be this, well, I'm not going to say I'm sorry until he says he's sorry first. And then mom would say, well, fine, just say you forgive one another. Well, I'm not going to say I forgive him because he's not sorry for what he did. I think we have this sense in our minds that in order for something to be forgiven, somebody has to ask for forgiveness. Like, I'm sure this never happens in any of your relationships, that you might sit and say, well... You know, I'm tired of fighting with my spouse, my parent, my sibling, but they haven't said they're sorry, so I'm going to stay mad. Is that familiar to anybody? Right? I'm going to stay mad because they haven't said they're sorry. How could I possibly forgive them? They don't regret what they did. Why should I forgive them? So we began our service with confession today. And how many of you in that moment before, between when I said, let us confess our sins, and we said together, most gracious God, thought of everything, 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 everything that you did wrong this last week? Did you think of everything? Nobody thought of everything? Then are those things forgiven? If you didn't ask God to forgive them for you? Or did God say to you, you know what? You didn't say you're sorry, so I'm not going to forgive you. We sometimes use other language. We talk about people who give their lives to, to Jesus or who, who ask for God's forgiveness and, and have made amends for the things they've done in the past. And we think of them as different than the people who continue to do things for which they don't feel sorry. In fact, I was talking yesterday about the person that 
Montgomery County Sheriff's Office caught who was stealing our mail and, and I'd gotten to learn a little bit about this individual. And so he said, you know, it, it seems terrible that somebody got so desperate. I said, well, they're not desperate. This is their career. I said, we've, we've learned that this is this person's career. I don't feel sorry for them. They don't feel sorry for doing it. Why should I feel sorry for them? Lock them up and throw away the key. They stole from the church. It's this great scene that we read from Luke's gospel, from Jesus' crucifixion. It's one of those seven last words of Jesus, where Jesus is on the cross and people are in the middle of mocking him. People are in the middle of crucifying him. People who are part of a system that has gone about crucifying and punishing innocent people. And Jesus says, Father, don't forgive them. They're not sorry. No. He says, Father, forgive them. Father, forgive them. You see, I hate to tell you, but Jesus doesn't forgive you because you're such a good Christian person. Jesus doesn't forgive you because you have the right sort of or enough faith. God doesn't forgive you because you've asked enough times or in the right ways for God's forgiveness. God forgives us because that's who God is. God forgives because God is gracious and merciful and forgiving. Not because we're so repentant and sorry for the things we've done. I'm sorry for some of the things I've done. But if I'm really being honest, there are some things I've done that I know I ought not to do that I... I mean, it kind of worked out all right. And they had it coming. Right? We've all got those things. None of us, none of us is ever perfectly repentant for all the things that we have done. It's not possible. That's what Martin Luther realized. You can't. You can't ask God forgiveness for all the things we've done wrong. That's why we say we have, we, the things we have done and the things that we have failed to do, things that are known to us and the things that are known only to God. Because if we were to sit down and list every time that we were unloving, every time that we were ungracious, Every time that we were unkind or ungenerous, I don't have enough hours in the day. And that's what Luther discovered. And it was there that he discovered that God is the one who is merciful and bestows on us righteousness and forgiveness that we can never earn for ourselves. And that is who God calls us to be. That section from the Sermon on the Mount that Paula also read. If you forgive those who are sorry, so what? The worst sort of people in the world forgive people who are sorry. If you're merciful and kind to those who are merciful and kind to you, congratulations, you have done the very least you can do. But, says Jesus, I call you to love your enemies, to pray for those who hate you, to be perfect as your Father in heaven is perfect, to 
be forgiving as our Father in heaven is forgiving. And that's an entirely different thing. We aren't called to forgive the people who have earned our forgiveness. We aren't called to love the people who have earned our love. We're called to be forgiving people because that's who we are, regardless of what the people around us do. That's what the gospel is, that we are forgiving, loving, merciful people, specifically to those who don't deserve it. Because God has loved us when we didn't deserve it. And God has forgiven us when we didn't. We couldn't. We wouldn't deserve it. That's the gospel. We're all here today, not because we are great people. (laughs) Because we got up and came out in the cold on Sunday morning rather than staying in our warm beds. We're here because we know that we have nothing to offer God, but God has still showered us with grace. And the least we could do is be grateful. The least we could do is gather together and become more forgiving, loving people ourselves.